a party To think I could have almost died Go help us Life of the party. <laughs> That's my song for Unsure Net, sis. Yes, I love it. She was always the life of the party. Okay. Yes, she was. She was. <laughs> always life of the party. Rest in peace, Unsure Net Leonard. Yeah, we dedicate this episode to her. Yes. We really are, because she was such a beautiful person. And you will be greatly, greatly missed. Yes, fly high, be our angel forever. Forever. Yep. Definitely. Forever. <sighs> so since you got any black businesses, we got to do something to kind of lift this mood a little bit. Yes, I do have a um, black-owned business. It's a young lady. She's a black girl named Dawn Hollinshead. Mm-hmm. And she has like a lot of unique things, purses, jewelry, shoes. I mean, any type of like bangles, all that type of stuff. And, and she's really, really a really sweet um, young lady. Mm-hmm. Anything that you actually are looking for, she can get for you. Different styles and things like that. Um, okay. And she's actually located at 10476 Campus Way South, Suite 107 in Kettering, Maryland. Um, and she also can be reached on her Instagram at Dawn, D-A-W-N-H-O-L-L-I-N-S. Um, and that's on, um, I'm sorry, I-N-S-H-E-A-D. So it's Dawn Holland's head and that's her instagram so you can go on in and check her out but she has a lot of unique things cute little boutique for um mostly for women sometimes you can find like a couple of men things but for the women she got it going on in there so definitely check her out she does a lot of pop-up shops too so sometimes you'll see her you be out and about and she be out there so check her out yeah I'll put that up on Instagram too. Sorry, guys. I haven't had a chance to put it up yet because we've had, as you can see, we had a, a recent um, passing in our family. So yes, bear yes. with us. This is a lot for us to process and get through, but I will definitely put her um, Instagram information up on our Instagram so you can follow and engage and reach out to her to, for some nice things. Yes. We got to support one another because at the end of the day, we all we got. Exactly. You all we got. Don Holland's head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now it's on to the trash, and it is a lot of hot topics going on right now. Whew. 
We got a lot to get through. Yes, we do. So did you hear about Ari Fletcher and how she was dropped from Savage Fenty promotions? Like Rihanna dropped her? No, why? She dropped her because she went on her live one day and um, I guess somebody in her comments were like speaking about how they were suff- they suffered domestic violence or how they like went through some things. And she basically went on her live and was like, nobody cares. Like, don't come on here writing no stuff like that on my Instagram. Like, I don't care about what you've been through. Y'all just coming on here trying to get, play victim. And so I'm gonna play a little bit of it so you can hear it. Okay, let me hear this because I, I I haven't heard this one. So let's start there. That's one. Two, y'all are in the comments like, oh, when I was um in a relationship, this boy put out. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody nobody cares about what happened to you, what trauma you had, nobody cares. This is, you're trying to victimize yourself and use this, oh, like this, this. Yeah, don't worry about my wig, yes, child. Anyway, like, please, like, please stop. You in the comments, you're telling your stories about nobody cares. We do not care. We don't care. We don't care. We do not care at all. Like, we don't I'm going to cut the rest of it off, but... um. Yeah. Who is this again? Ari Fletcher. Is that the one that deals with um money bag, yo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I can't believe that's what she was saying. Yep. So she knows she was on, she was a Savage X Fenty ambassador, but Rihanna dropped her. She was like, uh-uh. Cut. Cameras off. You're done. You're done. You're done. That's what she, that was the vibe she was pretty much given. But it was kind of interesting because Lisa Ray, you know, Lisa Ray, um, what's her name? Um, Vivica Fox. They have that show on, I think it's called like on Fox Soul. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm going to let you hear what Lisa Ray said. And I really respected where she came from because she was giving it to her straight. Shout out to Rihanna yes. for standing up and being an example of a woman of her word and making sure that her brand is not tarnished with any foolishness. Because here's the thing, these younger girls are looking up to these influencers and these social media girls. And so if you know that, you have an obligation. See, that's the difference between a social media influence and a real celebrity and star. There is a difference. Yes, because we have morality clauses. Absolutely. You have to work your way up to that stardom so you know what level that you're stepping into because it's levels to this. Mm-hmm. It's respectable. Okay. People respect you. Now, you can have your opinion, but even when you have your opinion, you you got to wait till you get to a certain level to be able to be heard because we've seen your, the history of your words and why you saying what you've been saying. Mm. She was out of line out of place she was in so yeah lisa ray gathered two snaps and a pop i feel like lisa ray gathered her all together and uh that's my l ray you do you boo boo shout out to lisa ray for that because you know i feel like she really said what needed to be said because that is so true when you are you have all these instagram influencers who mm-hmm. feel like they're like top flight celebrities and it's like success overnight. They yeah. didn't have to work to get anything. And you have to yeah. understand a lot of these people, lifestyles aren't 
where they should be put up as role models, so to speak. Nope. Because you are an, an influencer doesn't necessarily mean you are a role model. Exactly. And a lot of times, sometimes these influencers happen because the boyfriend has a status or the baby father mm -hmm. is whoever it is. But that yep. doesn't actually mean that you are somebody, even though you branched off to quote unquote, become something because of what was given to you. Yep. You're not really, you know, out here doing, and like she said, putting forth the footwork and showing your presence. Nope. And shout out to Rihanna. I mean, yep. even though she had that situation with Chris Brown and went back and then left again, right? she had to do what was best for her. Exactly. And like she said, don't tarnish my brand with no foolishness. Like, that's not okay. So yeah. shout out to her, definitely. Exactly. Shout out to her. I, I respected Lisa Ray so much for kind of clearing the air. Because I'm going to go on the record right now. I think Ari Fletcher is a somewhat cute girl, but I just don't like when people get started for doing absolutely nothing. Like, what have you done to be coming on here and victim shaming somebody who's went through a domestic violence situation? And because they're on your page showing you support, we don't care. Like, nobody can. And you never know at that point girl. in time. Sometimes when you are going through domestic situations, honestly, I mean, I don't know how the girl said it or what was said, but she could have been reaching out for help. Exactly. And it's not even so much of like money issues. It could have been really, you know, reaching out for help. A counsel, like for a support. And you just shut her down like that? Nobody can't, like, it was just so rude. And, and then so it was very rude. just raunchy. Very much so. Disrespectful distasteful because he it is you're representing somebody's brand and at the same time that can make Rihanna look bad because it's like well you represent Fenty and they went through Fenty meaning Rihanna went through domestic right. abuse so if I'm reaching out dang I thought you would have a heart because of who giving you your little clothes that you putting on and modeling she went through it yep she understood. She understands me. You never know where a person is at. Like, good yep. God Almighty. Yeah, it was very hurtful. And very. I very never heard painful. that. Mm -hmm. And a lot. I read in the comments or whatever that a lot of people were saying if she don't be careful, she gonna end up losing more brand deals and more endorsements because it only it only takes one situation to happen and one person to drop you off. That's like this is what happened to um the baby when he made those um socially insensitive comments about people you know that are LGBT and you know maybe suffering from AIDS or HIV he got dropped from a lot of endorsements he lost a lot of money just from what he said out his mouth and you and have to be mindful of what um, you Riri, said Riri on billionaire status sure. and she's not gonna mess up her brand for who one yeah. person not for no rapper baby mama that ain't got uh, no other claim to fame but you sleeping with a married, I mean, not married man. I don't want to see you sleeping with a married man, but you have a baby by somebody who's famous. That's the only reason we know you. Like, have no, a seat, girl. Yeah. Have a seat before you get seated. Like, relax. I just yeah, don't that like was, that. I don't like when people that get, was clout, get clout like that and you just, you're just so insensitive to your audience. Yeah. And us as Black people, as a Black woman, why would you even say something like that? And and when when does it go where we start lifting each other up? It's like we yeah. always tear each other down. It's not okay. 
No, at all. So I'm glad I'm glad Lisa Ray gathered her and even uh, Vivica Fox because she said it's the truth. Celebrities, people don't realize you think these people just mm -hmm. up on this platform and say whatever they want to say. Like she said, they got morality clauses that if you violate certain things that are moral, then you lose your endorsements. Exactly. You lose your, your roles in movies and stuff. So it's more, it's more to it than what people think, you know, and I just hope that, I hope she learned from this. I hope she learned. Yeah, to kind yeah. of like, learn from it and grow from learn it, from Ari. <laughs> like Tyra said, learn from this. I really hope she did because. Jeez, uh, Louise. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard those rumors about um, the Currys, Aisha Curry and Steph Curry. People were saying. Well, not people. MSN came out on their platform and said that they got a reliable source that said that they were in a uh, open marriage. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. So, and they didn't address it then. And of course, people were just commenting, like you know, well, saying things like, "Oh my God, they got an open marriage," and you'd be surprised what people in the in what the NBA does. So recently, Aisha posted her husband on her page and was like, "Good God Almighty!" Like. Just, you know, celebrating her husband and how she's attracted to him. Mm -hmm. And some girl wrote in her comments and she was like, but you still want an open relationship? Shaking my head. If I were him, I would have sent you to the streets already. Is what oh. this girl commented on her page. So she comments back and was like, don't believe everything you read. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Don't disrespect my marriage like that, please. And thank you. So okay, Curry, Miss Curry, Miss Curry, baby. I feel like she shut that down. Like giving shut down, and I'm glad. Yeah, and, and she giving what was supposed to have been gave. Miss Curry, mm. baby. Okay, <laughs> first and foremost, whatever they do in their mer personal marriage is yeah. their business. First of all, let's say that. You exactly. know, and unfortunately, because Steph Curry is who he is and, and who he really set himself out to be and created and yeah. accomplished and stuff like that. People yeah. gonna forever be in this business. But it's right. hurtful sometimes when they dig so deep and try to get into their personal, personal, like that's their marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, so what if it's open? The same thing with Will and Jada. Yeah. It was like, took us by storm. I know because of what had happened and we were sitting there in tears practically crying about yeah. august alcina yeah. is it what's name august how you I say august 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 alcina. Alcina. you know and 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 what happened with that he was so hurt and she called it i'm in a what what was what was she saying she was in a um entanglement you know this entanglement and that hurt him and it was like humiliation and whatever people say, whether it's open or not, I think a lot of people end up getting hurt. So I don't know what the status is or what it what it may be or what it seems like. But I'm glad that she shut it down. Like, don't get it twisted. At the end of the day, that's my husband. If I want to put on here, look at my boo. I love my boo. Then let me do that. But a lot of people always feel, we always feel like we can say and talk and make comments because we feel like, they owe us something because they're celebrities or do you know what i'm saying like we feel like we we supposed to be in their business but yep. i'm glad she said what she said that makes me feel good just okay. as a black woman she has tough skin she's showing that she's family oriented she's gonna stand by her man yes, regardless and by her, her good kid. Christian man that's yeah. right 
So, because he whatever I think they do profess to be, they do profess to be believers. So stand yeah. by your Christian husband. That, exactly. And I don't. And when I heard of it, I just didn't feel like that. That was true. Like I just feel like people try to tarnish people's image mm -hmm. because it, it good. It you know it gives you some clickbait. Like it gives you people's views and people's interactions, and it's just not fair. It's not right. Right. Don't talk about nobody yeah. married. You come on her page well. Yeah, that's the case. I still don't understand why you want to open marriage and you speaking like it's facts, loud and wrong. You can't be loud, <laughs> loud and wrong. Like it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Speaking of marriages, Miguel and his wife, well, a strange wife. It seems like they've been, you know, possibly getting back together. She put a ring back on. They were seen spending time together. So I'm hoping because I was really sad when I heard that they could they were filing for divorce. Right. I hope that they can reconcile and really get back together because it seems like they seem like something going in the good works. She got the ring back on. She got a ring back on, girl. So I I'm just love to see when love wins. Me too. That's why I said I want them to get back together. Just stay together. You gotta leave yeah. each other. <laughs> Corona is out here. Ain't nobody out here for real. In these streets. Oh my God. COVID 19. <laughs> okay, but since listen to this. I couldn't believe it. It's a little graphic. So TMI, I don't know if we have any young listeners, but this is this is a little TMI. Right. So, and we're waiting for him to confirm. This is alleged. But this Instagram model is allegedly trying to sue Drake because he put hot sauce in a condom. What? So yeah, so let me tell you the story. So basically, he met this girl, this Instagram model, and they, you know, they agreed to have a good time. They went back to their hotel and... You know they had they enjoyed each other we'll say that and of course drake was protecting himself and the girl after he was finished you know doing what he was doing he went to the bathroom cleaned himself off threw everything in the trash the instagram model goes back in the trash and takes the condom and inserts it in herself lo and behold to her a couple of minutes later her whole thing is on fire because he put hot sauce in the condom Allegedly, we don't know this is true. Now, this is just something that's recently came up, and she's trying to sue him for putting hot sauce in it. And I'm like, if this is true, which we don't know, this is all alleged. I'm like, good for her, because she went literally in the trash can, untied it, and tried to put what you know what he released into her, and he he put hot sauce in it so that way <laughs> it would kill you know when she asked him about it he said well that's what I do because I know it instantly kills the sperm can you believe that <laughs> please forgive me I just <laughs> fell out because I'm like what in the heck is just going oh my Jesus hold on so they got the door the, the Humpty Dumpty set on the wall when it was all over and Humpty Dumpty failed, he put hot sauce in it purposely to kill because he probably figured she was, this is what they do. So he tied it up, put the trash, and she went back and then tried to put it in the hoo-haw to get pregnant. Yep. She untied it and tried to so put it back So how are you going to sue? Because technically, like, what are you doing? You can't sue me. Yeah. Because first of all, I feel like he did the right thing. He put a raincoat on and covered up. Yes, he did. He too, he's you know, too sexy to go unprotected. Repre right. And, and, and then after that, 
he goes and says, you know what, let me take it a step further because this is what they do. They want to take my stuff and use it and play with it. So let me just burn it, you know, with the Tabasco. So I'm going to pour it in there, tie it up. And she goes, no, you can't sue nobody, boo. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm still shocked. Like, the audacity. Yeah, that's not... I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm actually, to be honest, I'm kind of happy because I feel like, you know, hearing that story, Yeah. how many times do you really think that it happens to a lot mm. of the guys and then, yep. oh, he got right. me pregnant. And you like, I used the condom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. How many times is this really happening to a lot of the celebrity men now? So maybe some of the other guys and not celebrities and not celebrities put hot sauce in your burrito, baby. Oh. And tie it up. <laughs> you know you look good to me. <laughs> yes. Hot sauce in my, in my burrito, burrito <laughs> Period. So put that hot sauce in your burrito, okay? <laughs> tie it up, throw it in the trash. Ladies and gentlemen, do not go in the trash and utilize those things because they are really hot. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, who is, like... Girl, she had a hot tamale in her hoo-ha. She was like, I'm going to trap this. I'm going to trap him. And then she got her whole... Oh, I know her. Ooh, I know she was on fire. Trap Ooh. queen. Oh, my I'm God. Her it's all the way off now. Ooh. Yeah, that's not okay. No. Mm-mm. Somebody who... I know they wish they did put hot sauce in a burrito... Tristan Thompson, girl, he is he has to pay this third baby mama 40k a month in child support. What they just ruled, yep. From 40. you know forty thousand dollars a month. I mean, what Jesus. <laughs> like where are these baby daddies at when <laughs> hot sauce in my burrito, baby? Yeah. $40,000, all because he won, and it's messed up because the night that they, that it happened was the night that him and Courtney got back together, and she was, like, celebrating him for her birth, for his birthday. She put up this post, and basically was like, I'm just so happy that we worked everything out, and da 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 So, are they still together? Like, what's going on with I don't, them? We don't know. We don't know what's going on. He did put up this apology post, and was just like, I'm ashamed of my actions. I'm sorry. You don't deserve this. But this came, so this, he didn't sleep with her while they were together. He did this before, like pre. No, they were together. They were oh. together. Like she, not the, those, so the poster she put up, it was her like saying like, I'm so glad we're working it out. Like I'm, I'm celebrating your birthday. And then that same night he went and slept with this girl and got her, unfortunately got her pregnant. And then I don't know if you saw, he was writing her messages like, it ain't mine. And even if it is mine, you won't get no money out of me because I'm a I'm an unemployed NBA star <laughs> and you ain't getting no money off me. Hmm. She's like, okay, you want to be cute? I'm going to get you all the way together. $40,000 a month in child support. That's the third baby mom? Yep. yep. So who's Courtney? Two? I think Courtney's the second baby mom. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I think so. 40. But I mean, I feel bad for Chloe, but at the same time. No, Courtney. I mean, Chloe. Um, Chloe. Okay. I feel bad for Chloe, but in the same time, I'm kind of like, you reap what you sow because she did a lot of stuff taking people from they 
you know, husbands, taking people from their baby fathers, you know, just doing things that is not necessarily favorable. And I, I don't want to say now it's on it's her turn. So she but getting her. almost in a year, almost a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Just from laying down somebody. It's 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 that's why girl put the hot sauce. She was trying to put that burrito. She was trying. Trying. She put a burrito in that baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just sad because I'm like, you know, he denied the baby and he was talking to the girl very, very derogatory, derogatorily. Like she was, he was really being really rude to her. Like it was her fault. Like she, well, you ain't getting no money out of me. And hmm, look like that's not the truth. Mm. And I'm, I'm kind of proud for her even standing up for herself and being like, okay, you want to be cute? I'm going to tell everybody what you did. I'm going to put it out there so the world knows. So he was denying that that was his baby. Yeah, he was denying that that was his baby. He did admit to sleeping with her once it came out, but he said that 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 wasn't his baby. And even if, pretty much, and even if you try to act like it's your baby, you're not going to get no money out of me because I'm unemployed. And um, He said this like he was... <laughs> she pulled out the thread, the text thread. She was text messaging her this stuff, and she posted it online. Wow. Yeah. So what? Mm. Yeah, I'm it's just, just it's just bad because it's like, dang, you know. I was hoping that they could have him and Courtney could have worked it out, but I don't know if she's gonna be able to get past this. I mean, not Courtney. I'm sorry, Chloe. But I don't know if she's gonna be able to get past this. Mm. I don't know. People, a lot of people were, you know, reaching out to her, sending her messages and stuff like that. Like just trying to be supportive of her because I can only imagine the embarrassment because he already cheated on her once when she was pregnant. She took him back. And then they got back together. Things seemed to be going well. You put up this big post celebrating your partner. And then that same night he goes and sleeps with another woman and then gets her pregnant. Hold on. So they, they spent the birthday together. Mm-hmm. He left and then went to like out or something and and wow. this girl is actually a, a trainer, from my understanding. Like, she's a sports or fitness trainer. So I don't know if they were maybe working together at one point training, but, you know, it's just sad. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. sad. That's crazy. Yep. Wow. That is sad. <laughs> you remember Jess Hilarious when she was dating Courtney Wayne? Country Wayne, I mean. Country Wayne. I remember that. So yeah, Jess Hilarious was dating this comedian called Country Wayne. Unbeknownst to her, he was married. It's wait a minute, it's so it's Country Wayne that black guy? Like yeah, the, the black um, guy. Mm-hmm. He seemed kind of old. I never knew they were dating. I thought they just did like funny stuff. Is that the no. same guy? Yeah, that's the same guy. They were actually dating, but she broke up with him because she found out that he was married pretty much through social media. Hold on. Are you talking about the guy and he's like, he he does like sometimes spiritual stuff or something? Can you see him? You probably can't see him. Hold on. It's too bright. Yeah, I like him. Yep. Hold on. I thought they were, I didn't know they dated. I thought they were playing. You know how they, um. They were dating. Like, they were really. Oh, I did not know that. They were really into each other. But once she found out he was still married because he swung into her like he was divorced. 
but he was still married to his wife yeah he was still married and the divorce proceedings weren't finalized but it it made just hilarious upset because you know everybody online was trying to portray her like she was this homewrecker and she really didn't know she really didn't know that he was still married you know so I, I didn't I, I didn't even know he was married mm-hmm. and yeah. I really thought that was like um you know how they get together and be doing like those those skits and stuff I just thought that was somebody she kind of like collaborated with I don't know like kind of like Desi and um what's my girl yeah, pretty uh, girl v, pretty v yeah I, you know how I see them I, I didn't I don't mm-hmm. I just think they just do it for fun I didn't know that was her boyfriend that's her act. That was her actual boyfriend. Like they were dating, and I liked them together. I thought they were really cute, and it kind of blew me a little bit that they broke up. But they broke up because I've never, never seen them outside of like the video thing. Okay, I gotta go look. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but she broke up with him because he said the reason why he didn't tell her is because why didn't you tell her. He said the comedian stated multiple times that he was divorced, but in actuality, divorce proceeding was not finalized and was still pending. She stated that he, she understood why he withheld the information about his marriage, but she couldn't respect it. She was like, you could have just told me like what it was. Like, you didn't have to lie because it, it painted her out to be this home wrecker. Like, her, girl, you messing with somebody who's married when in reality, she really didn't know. Oh my goodness. You know, so it's, it sucks because it's like you, you date a guy and you find out that he married. What do you do? I think she I did. Have, I, I would have to leave too. I couldn't. I think she did I the just, right thing. Yeah, I think she definitely did the right thing as far as what I'm concerned. I would have to go because, you know, especially with one thing I would say um, that I've learned having yeah. death in my family is that you have to make sure you have your affairs in order. Yep. And I would never want to be dating someone and we're so close and so intimate with each other, but you have this wife. At the end of the day, yeah. if he dies today or tomorrow, she has to say on little Johnny, not me. Yes, yes, and here it yes. is. Johnny may have told me, hey, I don't want to be cremated. I want to be buried. I want to do this, that, and the third. And if the wife comes in and says, no, I'm create, I'm cremating him. I want the iron. I have no rights, no reins, or nothing. So for my sanity, yeah, I don't want a married man at all. I don't want to deal with that because it's just too much that goes with it. And she will always have the trump card over me, whether they're together or not. She will always trump my card. You know what I'm saying? Because that's little Johnny's wife. (laughs) And even though people say, oh, I'm not worried about, you know, on on, um, being married or a title. But at the end of the day, in all actuality, that's the law of the land. And they're yep. going to abide by those rules and regulations of that marriage. Not yep. me being a girlfriend on the side or looking like, you know, quote unquote, a home record that I might not even have known exactly. he was in this situation still. And yep. you got to be careful too. Even when a guy says, well, um, we're, we're separated or we're getting a divorce. You know, you have to listen to those words and Understand what you're getting yourself involved in because getting a divorce and being divorced, two separate things. I could be getting a divorce. My my divorce that I could be getting could take up to two or three years because depending on what those two individuals talk about when they go to court, it could prolong, oh, put them in counseling, you know, so it's different stages and steps to that 
So, ladies and gentlemen, be careful, be cautious, beware. You know, I had a family member that was dealing with someone who was married, yeah. but said that, you know, they still didn't want to be with the dude or they, they about to get divorced and stuff. And the person became very heartbroken to the point mm -hmm. now, I feel like the person is very bitter towards the opposite sex because of yeah. what that individual did to the person. So right. be careful, you know, be careful y'all who you dating and what they saying, because that ain't cool. And I mean, at least I'll say, at least it was early. At least she caught it early I on. I mean, yeah, but Jesus. really, really got involved because. And he should have told her, you a grown man. You need to tell her, let her make that choice and that decision. Exactly. You got exactly. people calling her homework and she really didn't know. But you took away her yeah. ability to choose whether she wanted to stay or not. Yep. And you, you never know. You might have told her she might have stayed. Yep. And y'all could have still been together, but. Mm-hmm. Cause you wasn't honest and i respect that's hilarious for you know being like you know what i'm good because you made me out not only are you still married but now you got everybody online making me out to be like this home record like i'll just sleep with married men like that's not what it's given so yeah that's not okay and that's not who she is she got a son yep she does she has a son little cute little son mm -hmm. yep. ashton i think that's his name yep that's his name little ashton mm -hmm. Well, way to go, Jess. I know that's with hard. no mess, okay? <laughs> this your girl, Jess, with no mess. <laughs> so you know they the three men that were um that were convicted of killing Ahmad Aubrey. Remember the boy who was running, and they shot him and killed him because he was running in a neighborhood that they didn't think he was supposed to be in. The black guy. Black boy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. They they got convicted of and they got life in prison, no parole. Yes, amen. So that's a good thing. I'm glad justice that has a been justice is finally being served because that boy he was just living his life, and then he was out there being healthy. He was running. Yeah, exercising. Exercising. You just gonna shoot him? Because <laughs> he was in your quote unquote neighborhood ridiculous man so i'm glad to yeah. hear that i'm glad some type of justice is yes safe. i'm glad oh that's exciting news yep yeah, so i'm justice. definitely excited about that oh and real quick a COVID update pfizer ceo says the omicron vaccine will be available in march so all right vaccinated and you want the vaccine to be able to fight off the new variant the omicron it will be the booster shot or the vaccine will be available in march so that's a good thing that's a great thing. Uh, and we're not pushing on anybody and saying no. that you need to be vaccinated. No, no, no. What we're saying is that we are vaccinated. Right. We are pro-vaccinations. You know, yeah. we want to make sure that it's just, I feel, she feels that it's just a extra, yep. extra, extra, extra variant that we have outside of the hand washing, wearing the mask, you know, lights on and things of that nature. We just choose to do that for us. Um, yeah. and, and just in case, if you do come in contact with that particular variant, COVID-19, whatever it is out here, yeah. we'll have a little more protection. Yeah. So it's just something to think about. We want to put that out there. We're not trying to say nobody's better than nobody, but nope. we want to be healthy and we want to make sure we do things the right way. So yeah. it just says that when we were babies, we got the polio, you know, vaccinations, Chicken we got pox, shingles, pox. you got chicken pox, you got all those different types of vaccinations when you were younger, yep. and it, it goes without saying. So my thing is now, that should just be a part of 
the routine. Yep. But ladies and gentlemen, you make up your own rules and regulations for your household, yourself. So we ain't pushing nothing on you. We just saying. Not at all. <laughs> not, at all. not pushing anything. But I will say this. I do know someone who, you know, is carrying a child and she was fortunate enough to get vaccinated and and somebody else that wasn't vaccinated got COVID and they had to induce her labor because it got so bad because oh, her body wow. couldn't handle and fight off the variant strong enough. So see what I'm saying? You know, I'm, not, I'm not advocating for people to get vaccinated because it's not for everybody. Right. Yeah. But if you are if you are interested in it, if you want to learn about it, please just do your research before you just say you know how terrible it is or you try to turn people against it just do your research right. yeah another good thing um maya angelou becomes the first black woman to be featured on the quarter really so maya angelou will be on the quarters coming up okay maya that's that's pretty dope because you know we harriet tubman she was supposed to be put on the 20 dollar bill but trump kind of turned that away so we couldn't i'm about that. to say i've never seen her on there yeah. but you know. it. but Maya Angelou is going to be on the quarter coming up so that's a good thing that's amazing and you know it's good to start trying to at least get a couple of quarters saving them yeah. you know and like not spending them mm-hmm. because those are like keepsakes and one day they'll be worth a lot of money so keep those yep. and those are something that you can definitely pass on to the mm-hmm. next generation and the next generation so two dollar bills and stuff like that i always try to keep half a um dollars you know the 50 cents pieces and stuff so those are things that try to keep if not one or two of them just for later on and you can pass that on to your grandkids and your grandkids grandkids so just keep those things in mind that one day you know my angelou Mm -hmm. will be worth a lot of money so keep Hmm. that yep yep keep that so I want to play something real quick that Ocho Cinco said that I kind of thought was really interesting. I want to see what you think about it. Boobs, booty. Hold on. What do you prefer? Boobs, booty, hair. I, I, I don't care. I don't really, I'm not one to really judge women on what they feel they need to do mm-hmm. to enhance their appearance and feel better about themselves. But I, I don't really care. I'm, a, I'm an ankle and a foot guy. Your feet got to be on point and your ankles got to be like to a f***ing teeth. What, what people have to understand is most for us we want the bad everybody love the bad but my my whole thing in when dealing with women is i would want to procreate mm-hmm. right so if everything on you is not real and your ankles ain't right that means you messing up the foundation for my goddamn kids and being great at whatever their respective craft may be you a bad you got two left feet <laughs> my son can't shoot he getting kidnapped he getting picked last in pe i can't do nothing with that yeah right right right, right. good and you better for right. you, you, Hey, he gets somewhere. Everything he put down, I'm picking up. He gets. What do you? What do you think about that, sis? Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think about that? I love it. I love what he said. I love it because it's fact. In reality, not of course. You want to be visually appealing, of course, as a woman. Yeah. But he's stating nothing but facts because the, the purpose of being with your partner is to procreate, to create children. And if you don't have, if your body structure isn't, and this is not shaming anyone because not everybody is born with the perfect anatomy, you know, no shade, but it's an interesting point that he made. Like you, <laughs> you want to be visually appealing, but you're not going to pass that on. You getting all this plastic surgery. You're not going to pass it on to your kids. 
But then bad ankles, you can pass that on. <laughs> your bad knees, your bad ankles. Like, oh my God, that's so hereditary. Like, come on now. But I do agree. I definitely agree with what he's saying. And like you said, there's no no point intended to anyone who doesn't have ankles. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's none of that. But at the same time, it's like everybody goes out. It is so much plastic surgery, so many things that everybody's altering now to the point when you see someone, they don't even look like their children because you've had your nose and your eyes and your butt and all this stuff done. And you wear so much makeup that when it's like you have the baby, I don't even know what you really look like anymore. Well, a lot of times now, frontals and baby hair, you think and you thinking that she got that real pretty hair because she got the baby hair and then they don't take it's no longer baby hair it's like the permanent hair that they take and swoop and it's so funny because all the women never like finger waves like i used to always put my little hair finger waves and i and and dion was our stylist remember she she could finger wave to mess out your head now i see like all the girls like literally have the baby hair finger wave down to the eyebrow I'm like, when they start doing that, like it's woof, ocean waves. That's what they don't need to call it, baby. It's like ocean waves on your face. Ooh. So these guys don't all, everybody doesn't always know what a front to, a lace yeah. front, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The U parts and all that. So they thinking they're going to have a baby with pretty hair. Baby come out, no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? But it's like real naughty, <laughs> African-ish. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking that I had like a Spanish mommy. And right the baby looks nothing like right what they thought so i don't know if you had heard before but it was this guy he was suing the lady because his baby didn't come out with looking the way he thought it was was asian this lady was beautiful had all these different features but when she birthed their kids (laughs) oh my goodness it looked like a completely different person exactly and And he was trying to sue the lady he He sued her so you know that just goes i mean i agree like you got bad ankles something you can't make up like can you walk in those heels like what are you doing it's ridiculous that was hilarious but it was true it was it was a fact Mm -hmm. that was good good point it was i like big ups to ocho cinco because i know he went through a really bad experience with um domestic violence and i don't condone violence but i'm glad that he's trying to i feel like he's gotten a lot of help to get better from that situation um you know i never want to shame the victim but sometimes you can be in relationships with people who trigger you and create volatile responses not justifying it but you just got to call it what it is so i'm glad that he's happy and i also heard he's expecting now he's oh wow with his fiance Mm -hmm. okay so you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's found love again and that he's, you know, he's trying to do do all right. Yeah. I'm happy about that. You can get a second chance at life. And yeah, you can. Life. You can. You can. And, you know, you can have the same person, mm-hmm. right, deal with somebody that's totally different and get some so, so many different results. Very true. You know, so I could be one way in the relationship with, you know, let's just say, bob right and i'm i'm very triggered i'm very you know rah 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 type of thing but then i can leave from bob and go have a relationship with sam right and sam and our relationship is totally different doesn't channel any bad energy to Mm -hmm. the point where it even has me guessing like dang this relationship with sam is it too good to be true 
because right. all I knew was that toxic mm-hmm. that both of us brought brought to that relationship. Mm-hmm. Because nine times out of ten, a person doesn't just haul off and hit you. Right. You guys are arguing. You guys right. are exchanging words. You something triggered right. each other or that particular person to do something. When I say triggered, I'm not saying that the person hit you on purpose. I'm not saying right. that, you know, it was okay. Right. I'm saying that in the midst of sometimes a storm when it's going and then it's being created, yeah. the two parties, one or the other could lash out. Right. And it doesn't make it okay. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just saying in general, but you can go and have that same, you know, that same person. Yeah. Different relationship. And don't channel any of that energy or those bad vibes. So sometimes people aren't just good for each other. And and that's okay too. So, you know, big ups to him. I'm glad that he's learning how to do therapy and do certain things to move on with his life, you know, to be a better example or a better father to show better, you know? So that's a good thing for him. Big ups to Ocho Cinco. Yeah, I'm happy for him. And his uh, expecting fiance. I've been yeah. watching her show on uh, Netflix. It's called Selling Tampa. Oh, okay. And she is a real estate, I guess you could say bro- broker, real estate agent or broker. And she hires other women of color to manage, you know, her realty business. And they try to get multi-million dollar homes sold to, you know, millionaires. Oh wow! Okay, not just respect her because it's like she got her own money. She got her own situation. She ain't, you know. Yeah, I like that. And I, I feel like she, she also identifies as black, even though I believe she's Puerto Rican. I think she identifies as Afro Latina, and she's very pro black. She's very like okay. digging up our people, and I, I just like that. I, I appreciate and I respect that, and I'm glad he found somebody. It seems like she's a good match for him. Mm, maybe like, I love her because she got her own. but trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning trigger uh-oh, warning. Uh-oh. um we do have an update when it comes to i think we spoke up on it last week when it comes to the unfortunate danielle gonzalez she's she came out with another message stating that with what with what seems like endlessly reoccurring news of the alleged sexual assaults committed by Trey Songs. I'm forced to repeatedly relive in my mind and suffer anew the long suppressed horror and unbearable PTSD of my trigger rape by his hands at a very well-known Las Vegas hotel. I wanted to send my love, strength and hope to all who are victims of sexual assault and its fatal nature. You are not alone. I stand with you and encouraging all those who suffered abuse to speak out and come forward. Suppression of our voice only emboldens our oppressors and you cannot heal what you do not reveal. At this time, I humbly request my privacy, consideration and compassion while I fully commit to pursue the best course of action on all legal options. Gracias, mi gente, deal. Please direct all questions and inquiries to my attorney on Instagram or Twitter or use the link in his bio. So Trey Song's team did come out and they reject the rape allegations. And they said that um, pretty much his team reached out to to TMZ and they said that he will be exonerated after legal procedures play out. Mm. Um, 
I'm glad that, I mean, I don't want to say I'm glad, but at least he finally did come out and speak. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, you know, from the comments and stuff I've been reading, a lot of people are saying it's too many reoccurring circumstances where people are saying that Trey Song has been abusive. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I send my, my peace and love to both of them in this situation yeah. because, you know, if that is true, I, I I can only imagine. I mean, I understand what she's going through, and I hope she's getting the help that she needs. Yeah, and I hope he gets the help that he needs too, because this is a lot. You know, this is yeah. it's, it's sad that that this is the conversation now when it comes to Trey Songs, because he is a talented artist. You know, I like I like his music, but I just Has don't. I just hope it's um, not a. Have you heard of any endorsements or anything being pulled, or have you heard anything else? No, Not, I think because okay. Trey Songs has been kind of laying low lately. Like I haven't really. Yeah, been that's that's what I was about to say. We haven't seen. Okay, so yeah, we just kind of cool so far. Wow. But I just you know I feel for both of them because. Definitely. Yeah, I would pray and hope she wouldn't make that up. But at the same time, I don't want it to be true either. Because. Exactly. That's never a good thing. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, just keep them both on a prayer. What is it? The prayer, <laughs> prayer list. For real. Like yeah. seriously, because that's just not a good thing. Mm. It's not a good thing at all. So, question, sis. Yes. Is there an issue with pastors being millionaires? A pastor. Somebody said a pastor should not be a billionaire or a millionaire off the backs of his congregation. Some people feel like they shouldn't. What do you think? That's a wow. So, based off of the congregation, you saying? Right. So, well, the question itself is just: Is there an issue with pastors being millionaires? And some people were responding as, "Oh, a pastor should be a millionaire off the back." of his congregation or his or her congregation. And somebody said, no pastor shouldn't be, a pastor should not be a millionaire dog. It's not normal at all. So which part, why do they say it's not, it's not normal that they should be a millionaire? Yeah, they don't feel like that they should be so people saying nope a pastor shouldn't be a millionaire off the money from his congregation i've always had a huge problem with this as long as it's not rich off the church i don't see if somebody somebody said as long as it's not rich off the church i don't see a problem with a rich pastor not on the backs of the congregations but they are if they are a millionaire due to other things i mean who cares somebody said pastors been the biggest scammers since the 90s Mm. Y'all, uh, somebody who I like this comment. Somebody said, "Y'all want God to bless you and not His servant." Okay. Yeah. See. Okay. That's where I feel like I'm gonna go with it because yeah. I feel like, um, as long first of all, as long as the church first of all is being taken care of, mm-hmm. and it, it definitely states in the Bible that you know you are supposed to take care of. The shepherd of the house. Yes, you are. Um, and whether taking care of him or her and taking care of the storehouse 
yep. creates them to be a millionaire, then that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I can't say that because I might I might get blessed and I want to bless him with fifty thousand dollars. Yep. I might want to give that as his love offering. You come back and you want to give two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. right? You never know what people how how they feel so i can't say that they don't deserve um to be rewarded yeah because they're praying for us yep they are standing in the front line for us they are there when someone dies they come in they doing services they opening up their church they're Mm -hmm. leaving from their families and their homes you know being a pastor in the forefront it's not easy. It's not an easy task. It's not an easy job. You no, get ridiculed constantly. I feel like you're under, you know, under the eyes or, or, or the um, stethoscopes and the telescopes. And I mean, somebody's always passing judgment, no matter what they say. They yep. always looking at you a certain type of way. And I just feel like it's a constant thing when you are in a leadership position. You're mm-hmm. not just a leader inside of the church you are inside in season out of season it yep. doesn't matter you know and you getting those late night calls so you working 24 hours a day yep so i do believe as long as you're doing the right thing and and you are you know directing everybody back to christ and showing right. them the right way then yes you do deserve that yeah you're worthy of your hire like yeah i i, I believe that so that's my personal view. Yeah, you can be and you should be because your father's rich in houses and lands. You ain't serving no poor God. Yep. Oh, since you there, it froze. I ain't going just to no shabby, chic little place. So. Yeah. You know, for me, I, that's one of the things I have to stand on. So, yeah, you should be rich. Yeah. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, he should be a millionaire. You already won because your father already in it. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> you're a millionaire. Yep. You're a child of the most high. You're a king's kid. You yep. know, a peculiar person. So, I feel like you should be. Yeah. Now, now, and now, if you doing it and you robbing Will a man rob God? You know, if you robbing the church and you doing things wrong, then I don't agree with that. But if you doing everything the right way, like you're supposed to, yes. Yeah. Because if I get up and I go to work every day and I'm only working a nine to five and I'm trying to strive to be a millionaire, like, man, I'm trying to get rich or die trying. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody that's going to work, man, I wish, I wish, I wish. So if you have somebody that's working 24 seven, yeah, they should be a millionaire. I mean, I agree. Your job I, don't never stop. Nope, it don't ever stop. It really doesn't. So, yeah, that's. But that's a good question though, because a lot of people feel like they. I don't know. People feel like that you shouldn't give money to the church, but how does their water, the electric, you know, how do things run? So you know, you don't go that's to somebody's right. house and they don't got toilet tissue and all that. You need to have all that for the church. Paper towels, toilet tissue, food. You know, it's a lot of people that come to the church for help. Yep. So, a lot of people, yeah. some people come to the church for money. Girl, hello. Helping you pay your bills and stuff. Can you pay my electric? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I feel like 
Shoot. I feel like it's nothing wrong. I'm not saying a pastor's aspiration should be, you know what, I'm going to be a million. I'm going to make this money off the whatever. Right. But you don't know how these power pastors are making money. They can take speaking engagements outside of the church that they get paid for. They can get endorsements from book deals. They can be doing, you don't know what these people Traveling, are doing, doing going, preaching. Honestly, to be able to, you know, get the revenue that they have. So exactly. it's just sad that the culture for somebody as a pastor it's like you gotta be poor, you gotta be broke, otherwise you're not doing what you're supposed to do, or you living off the people of God. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't pastors that do it, because there are. There are a lot of pastors that do fraudulent a things. A lot of them fraudulent. <laughs> That's just like any other field that you're in. It's people who do fraudulent things everywhere. You know, exactly. yeah. no one is, no one is exempt from that. So, nope. I mean, I, I think I definitely don't. That was think a great question. A pastor <laughs> being a millionaire, I don't think it's anything wrong with it. Mm -mm. I don't think so because people don't understand the amount of work that it takes to constant. be a pastor. It's a constant sacrifice. It's a constant mm -hmm. soul sucking job. Like legit, you have to stay away from your family at times. You have to yeah. sacrifice things that mm -hmm. most people don't understand. You have to live. You have to try to live a life that's holy and righteous, so people don't judge you and people don't look mm -hmm. at you a certain way. That's hard. Yeah, it is, and it's every day. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. So I just saw that question. And I thought that's an interesting one. That was a really good question. It's, it's really interesting because a lot of people, unfortunately, they, they have that perception that as a pastor, you shouldn't you shouldn't have no money. You shouldn't be driving no Bentley. You shouldn't be da 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 You should be broke and da-da. Nah, why? Exactly. Mm -mm. And I never read in the Bible where it says we're supposed to be broke. Mm-mm. We're supposed I to prosper even as our soul prospers. Like, we're not supposed to be broke. Yeah, that... Mm -mm. We're not. Yeah. We really are not, so... That's how I feel. I like that question. Good question. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good question to kind of tie into our topic or for this show. Yes. <sighs> how do you feel like there's a such thing as toxic Christianity? Yes. Why you say that? I sure do. Because I feel like, um, hmm, how can I say this in a nice way? <laughs> what I will say is this. Toxic Christianity is when you um, hear or read something or you're taught something and really don't have the full understanding mm -hmm. of what you read, what you were taught, um, how it was explained. Yeah. And I would say this in um, like growing up, you, you feel like every time you get in a relationship, you just want to haul off and get married. Mm -hmm. Because dating, quote unquote, in the church world, is really makes you feel like you just sinning all together. Yeah. You don't want to feel like you are um, a harlot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to feel like in the eyes of everybody else because you might sing in a choir or you the deacon yeah. or the deaconess or you, you have a role in the church. Mm -hmm. So you start to feel like you want to do certain things a certain way 
but yeah. don't really have a clear understanding or a clear path. So for me, I feel like I got married young and early because I didn't want to feel shamed because I was yeah. pregnant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I sang in the choir. I was in the front forefront of certain things. And I didn't want to be out there in the forefront yeah. a certain way or have a certain stigma or, or be looked at a certain way. And I remember, I honestly, for me, I had got sat down because I was pregnant and I wasn't married yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just looked like the little harlot just singing her little heart out. <laughs> Mind you, this is like 21, 22 years ago. So it's a while back. But at the right. same time, when you say the toxic of it, yeah. now... Have, having the understanding that I have now, I would have never sat down. Right. But because I didn't understand and I didn't know, mm -hmm. I sat down. I was I was able to allow them to let me do that because I didn't understand. Yeah. And when I when you say toxic, I'm saying yes because I feel like, in a sense, I was always feeling like I'm doing this based off of what everybody else felt or, oh my God, I got to do it this way. Yeah. But I didn't allow myself to have time to really grow up mm -hmm. and do it the right way because I was still young. I still wanted to have fun, but I'm like, gosh, when I go to church, I hear this word and it makes me feel like I'm supposed to be doing it this way. So I battled, but not really understanding what I read, what I heard, what I felt was right. So I ended up going in, getting married, not for the right reasons, though. Yeah. I got married because I felt like this is just the right thing to do. I'm pregnant. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? So the understanding that I have now, I wouldn't have moved the way I did back then. Yeah. I agree, sis. I feel like I feel like toxic Christianity is such a real thing because I literally feel the same way. I feel like a lot of times I made decisions in my life based off of trying to fit this image of what I thought I was supposed to be doing because of what the word of God says or because of what the Christian stereotype is. And a lot of times I made choices out of fear because I didn't want to, I was afraid that I was end up gonna end up going to hell or you know, I was gonna end up putting myself in a bad situation because I was trying to follow, you know, what the Bible says to do. And I'm not saying that you're not supposed to, but I feel like it's kind of sad because that baby boomer generation, they were so taught to like follow that doctrine that they, I feel like they used it as a somewhat of a crutch because a lot of them that I know stayed in unhealthy marriages, did things that forced the marriage to, to work because they did, they wanted to do what the Bible says. But in reality, they were suffering behind closed doors because they weren't happy. Exactly. They didn't get a chance to learn who they are as an individual and grow as a person because they were so pressed to try to fit into this box and this mold that has been set. And like I said, I'm not saying that you're not supposed to oblige by the Bible and what the word of God says because you are. But I also feel like, and we were taught this, I feel like it's it's not just contingent on a religion, it's contingent, contingent on your relationship with him. Like 
you're supposed to have your own relationship with God. So that way, you know, and you know how to discern and make the right decisions and choices for your life based off of your own personal connection and relationship with him. So it's just, it's hard sometimes because like even now, you know, I'm not necessarily living life the way that I'm supposed to. I'm shacking up because I'm not married, but I have to do what I feel is best for me in my life. You know what I mean? Like, and it's hard because, you know, you you want to be, you want people to, to look at your situation and look at your life and feel like it's a, you have a good life or you're doing what you're supposed to. But in reality, the only person we really have to please is God. Yeah. So it's just hard because like I said, I know a lot of people that have made a lot of choices and decisions in their life out of fear of not complying to what Christianity is. And it, it gets so bad that it becomes toxic. Meaning yeah. you, you behave in a way that's not healthy or conducive for anybody else, but you can justify it because that's what the Bible says. Exactly. That's I, like when it says, you know, the man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Right. And I had to learn that everybody that you're in a relationship with don't mean that he found you. That's but because that's in your mind, you don't want to be the harlot. Yep. So as soon as somebody comes around, you feel like, oh, this is the one. Yep. So you try to stay in it and make it work mm-hmm. to fit what the word says and you jump the gun mm-hmm. and now you done married somebody and you are miserable as I don't know what with the person or being treated this type of way. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn that I have to have my own personal relationship with yep. God first. And it started with me, mm-hmm. not what my mom's relationship, my dad's relationship, you know, everybody else's relationship, because that's not what's going to sustain me at the end of the day. Nope. And I know that God is not going to give me too much that I can't bear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not going to say that, oh, soon as such and such a come your way, that's the one. No. So if it took me 10 people to go through and re- realize that this was not God sending him here. Yeah. He liked me because I had long hair. He liked me because I got a pretty face. He liked me because I got a pancake butt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I had to understand that. Some people come in your life for the wrong things and the wrong reasons. So everybody that came is not always the one. So I had to learn how to find and and dig deep and reach into my discernment bag. But it wasn't until I had to learn that everything somebody told me, even though it was biblical and it was biblical principles, but I had to learn how to take those things and apply to my life. Yep. I had to wait until God opened my eyes up and gave me my vision and my sight because what God may have given, given you for your vision and your sight, that word might've been for you, but it might not have been for me. Exactly. And that's okay. Yep. How he said that things are going to happen in your life might not be the way he wanted it to conform in my life. And that's okay. And I had to learn that. So yep. it, it took growth for me to get there. And that's why I said that in the beginning, it was like, understanding what I heard, mm-hmm. what I know, you know, not, and knowing what I know now and my relationship that I have with him. Yeah. I know how to swift through, pick and choose, you know, I know that I got to pray yes, without right. ceasing. I know that I got to wake up and say, okay, every time somebody, and it's not just so much about just a um physical relationship. Right. It's right. about 
my financial relationship. Mm-hmm. It's about my mental relationship. Yep. You know, honestly, it's about all types of relationships for me with my children, just everything. Yep. And I had to learn that. And, uh-huh. and just because I got a divorce, I'm not belittled. I'm not beneath because, you know, some people put their nose in and, and like frown upon you getting mm-hmm. a divorce. You know, a lot of times when people hear that you've been married before, it's like, quote unquote, like a stigma that they put on you, like a, like an arrow, a bone arrow on your back. You're like, dang. Yeah. Oh, you was married before? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Elizabeth Taylor did it so many times. You know, maybe that's why she felt like, no, this thing is not. Nope, no, no. Yep. So, I yeah, I had to learn that. Me too. Hey, and who is anybody here to judge me? Per. Only God can judge me. That's it. The only one that got a heaven and a hell to put us in. So That's it. That's it. And like I said, it's hard because it's like you have to unlearn certain traits. Even when it comes to like, this is not the court. This might not be the perfect thing to say, but it's the truth. Even when it comes to dealing with like intimacy and stuff like that, like it's like it's, it's, you have to unlearn certain things that you placed in your mind mm-hmm. that, and I'm not, I'm not justifying it and say that you're supposed to have, you know, premarital sex or whatever, but right. in the culture that we live in, it's, it's a reality. Like it's most people aren't living that life of, being abstinent. Let's look at Megan Good and Devin Franklin's situation. They lived, they did that life. They were abstinent. They waited till they got married. They prayed together. They did this and their relationship still didn't last. So it's like, you have to, I feel like as a individual, as a believer, you have to do what's best for you in your situation, in your life. And you have to understand that every choice that we make, it comes with consequences. Every, we decide to sin and fall short. You got to deal with them consequences one way or another. Exactly. Period. And I just, you know, I've had to learn that over the years and learning how to be confident in myself and then not only just myself with with my faith, because yeah. I can make decisions that aren't favorable, but at the end of the day, my belief is that even if I make a decision that's not quote unquote might not be the best for me, it's gonna be a lesson I learned from it. It's gonna be something good that'll benefit from it because I know that my purpose is is for him. Like I wanna live a life that is pleasing to him. I do. And I might fall short, but I think, and I believe, and my faith rests, and I find peace in knowing that at the end of the day, all things work for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, Mm -hmm. all things. And he will make the situation favorable if I'm trying to do the best that I can do. And God knows everything we're going to do before we do it, when we do it, how we're going to do it, what people's going to say. So he already knows that. Yep. And and it, and I don't make no excuses or make up anything for nothing. Right. Because I feel like I wholeheartedly feel, feel like for me, I did it because I wanted to do it. Yeah. So yep. now at the end of the day, okay, Terry, you did that because you wanted to do it, but what makes it right? Yeah. Did you do that? Was it right? You know, was it wrong? So I always try to go back and reflect on my rights and my wrongs. Mm-hmm. Because I know that sometimes it's not always, oh, the devil made me. No, the devil yeah. ain't make you do it. You did it because you wanted to do it. Yep. Just like yep. I had wrote, read this, you know, this quote, and it was saying that even with cheating, right? Yeah. Cheating doesn't necessarily mean you having a, a, a sexual 
Yep. Intimacy with somebody. Cheating could be you talking on that phone. Okay, what was on that phone that y'all was texting back and forth? Why did you delete it if it was so innocent? Yeah. That's a form of cheating. I'm deleting it because I know it was wrong. I deleted it because I know that's not what I'm supposed to do. So I try to do things now where it's like, if I send this out, am I going to have to delete it? Because once it's out there, you honestly can't take it back. Nope. You can't, you can't, you know, rewrite it. You already wrote it down and did it. So Mm -hmm. I try to utilize that as to say, okay, Lord, I know you said this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. But dang, sometimes I know I choose my own way of thinking and my own way of what I feel like was right. Right. And then I have to go back sometimes and say, dang, that wasn't right. Yep. But in the heat of the moment or in that time, I did it because I wanted to do it and I felt like it was right to do. Mm-hmm. That's when you got to go back and repent. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to look at things differently. And that's why I say I learned it because a lot of yeah. times some of the stuff I did, I thought it was right when I did it and I felt okay when I did it. I said what I said. Right. I meant what I said, but then I have to go back and be like, oh man, I know I, I shouldn't have said, okay, Lord, I'm, I, please forgive me because I shouldn't have said it like that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have did it like that. So I'm learning, yeah. you know, and you have to understand that this is your journey. This is your walk of faith. This is what you have to do for you to feel comfortable, for you to feel good, to get to the level of maturity. Yep. And it's okay because you're going to fall short sometimes. Yep. You know, it's okay because we're going to make mistakes. Yes, we are. But as long as you stay the course, mm-hmm. it's going to all work out in the end. Yep. You know, so I, I just keep telling myself for, for without God, you know, nothing shall be impossible. Like that's Period. Luke 137. I have to say that all the time. Yep. Nothing is impossible as long as I'm with God. Nothing. Nothing. So if I, if I messed up, I know that he can fix it. Mm-hmm. I know he can turn that situation around. So I just tell myself, Luke 137, he can turn this around, man. Yep. Because he so, can. You know, don't don't get caught up in what everybody else feels that you should do. You got to have your own personal relationship with God. Yep. Learn to talk to him. You know, yep. I talk to him like he, that's that's my dog shouting. Like <laughs> we be talking. I be like, hey, Lord, now you know, <laughs> I do not have time for this. And for real, for real, like I talk to him like he is just my best friend. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because I'm oh. like, I gotta tell him what happened today. Legit. He needs to know. Because guess what? At the end of the day, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I be telling him all the time, like, did you know this was about to happen? Why you didn't say nothing? Like, what what's up with that? You know, I know, and yeah, I know he got the whole world in his hands, but to me, I feel like I'm the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> Just talk to me, like, don't talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to discuss these things. You know, and I get up sometimes. He be wanting to wake me up at two in the morning. Now I want to talk to you at four. Why right. would you do that? You know, like, <laughs> oh, please, dog. Yeah. Stop playing with me. Yeah. yeah. I agree, girl. I be, it be time. I remember this one time. I was so mad. And it's really small, but I was on my way to Zumba and I locked <laughs> my keys inside the house oh, or whatever. Uh, and I was very adamant. Like, I'm on this thing now. Where I'm really trying my hardest to be on time. Right. I have the tendency to be late. So when I got in that car, I was, I didn't curse, but I was like, in since cussing God out, like, really? You gonna let me need the keys in the house? You know, I always leave. 
I always leave my keys in my purse and I leave out, right? So I was so upset. I drive to the thing and I get to Zumba. And I was like five minutes late, but it was funny when I got there, the um the gym owner wasn't even there. So I ended up being late, but I was actually on time. I was early because wasn't nobody yeah. there. So when I got, you know, I finished, I got back in the car and I felt in my spirit, he was just like, mm-hmm, you did all that for no reason. Like, look, well, no. At, look, at, look at you. You just, you just. Looking all stupid. You would have just been calm. Mm-hmm. This would have been calm. Like, it's, I know you late and I know you don't want to be late, but it, it just had to happen that way. But you still wasn't he late. Already knew. He already he knew. knew the manager was late. He knew, so but he I didn't know. So I'm, I literally have conversation. I be when I say conversation, literally, like this ain't right. God, you can't. Yeah, Stop playing with me. Like, why? So if I have a moment that? of sadness, I'll call. You know, Daddy, I can't take this, Dad. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm trying my yeah. hardest to, you know. And one thing I will say, I feel like our parents definitely instilled the value of having a relationship. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. Yeah. Because he tells you in the world, you can reason with him. You can, you can, you ain't, you're not going to, you know, be disrespectful, but you can express your thoughts and you can reason with him and he will give you answers if you talk to him, mm-hmm. you know? So that's just, it's just interesting because I feel like for a while I was crippled in life because of that toxic Christianity. Like I, I literally had this fear over my, my brain where like, oh my God, if I do this, I'm going to go to hell. Yeah, like I'm about to die tomorrow. Like, you know, if I kiss this boy, I'm gonna die. If I kiss him, I'm gonna die. Life is yeah. gonna strike me down, and I'm gonna be in hell burning in yeah. turn. Like, and that's and it's not that's, the crazy thing is, is that's not even what he teaches in his word. Once you're saved, you're saved. Like, once you mm-hmm. confess out your mouth and believe with your heart that your Lord and Savior, you know, who he is, you're saved. You you gonna go through some stuff now. Well, gonna fall short and your sin that you the choices that you make that result in sin you're gonna have to deal with the consequences but he's gonna right. be right there with you you know not to justify any behavior because i don't want to yeah. make it seem like i'm condoning anybody to just god know my heart i'm not saying that either <laughs> you know but it, i feel like it's a real thing to have a relationship with him and make such a difference so that way you don't have yeah. to be confound and crippled with fear because of what other people deem as being Christian or what other people view as being a certain way you know mm-hmm. I feel like we are supposed to hold each other accountable now it does say that in the word as well but right. who are we to pass judgment on one another yeah you know so just be cautious guys because I feel like toxic Christianity I'm coining it I'm phrasing it <laughs> I'm coining, coining that word because I feel like it's a real thing toxic Christianity is so real because I know yes so it's definitely you know it's interesting it's interesting so if you guys i want to know like if people listening if you like the topic of toxic christianity maybe we should post something on our instagram to see like what people say to think because i really want to see other people's perspectives on that like yes how many how many other people have been victims of toxic Christianity? Of people telling you how you should live your life or telling you what they think you should do based off of what they believe, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Or even what you tell yourself based off of what others have taught you to believe. Mm-hmm. So I think that wraps up our little question segment. Yes, indeedy. And if you guys, you know, if you have any questions or stuff that you want to ask or you want to reach out to us, you 
definitely can. We definitely have an inbox that we look into on a regular to see if people have um, any questions for us yeah. to answer. As a matter of fact, we might as well just go ahead and look on the list now and see what questions we got. I'm going to yes. check the email real quick. I'm only do one because this episode has been kind of long. Yeah. So we can hurry up and uh, say our protecting our peace and get up out of here so y'all can enjoy the rest of our day. Exactly. And we appreciate y'all listening in. We do. To our uh, podcasts and our shows. And if you have any questions and things of that nature, you definitely can post it. Ask us um, on Instagram at we are protecting. What is it? Uh, yeah, that's right. You said it right. Okay, yeah, because I yep. get tongue tied. So, so definitely go on in and send it, you know, to us. Definitely. Yeah, please send it to us and support. Even if you don't want to quote unquote listen, it's fine. Share it with somebody. Yeah. Share it on your page, share it on your socials, just to give us some more engagement and playtime. Because definitely the more we get playtime, the more episodes we can make. Because we have people actually listening. So yeah. But, okay, so the question I have, I'm going to just do one. Hi, we are protecting our peace. I have a question. I've been married now for over 15 years. Me and my husband, we have two beautiful children. But I'm tired. I've been married to my partner for a very long time, and I'm no longer happy in my marriage. And I feel like I married the wrong person. I love him. I love the life that we somewhat built together, but I'm not fulfilled as a person anymore. I feel like we're not compatible. I feel like we don't have anything in common. And I want to end my marriage, but I'm not 100% sure if it's the best decision because in my, this is crazy, in my religion, I'm taught to not walk away from my marriage. You stick it out and you make it work. So what should I do? That's crazy. That was insane that this person asked this question. So what should I do? Hey, you know, it's kind of touchy-feely because it's about some so Yeah. I feel like I can't tell you what to do. I can only yeah. speak what I would do. Um, yeah. I don't want to live and be unhappy. Mm-mm. I don't want to be with someone and be unhappy. And we see so many, um, you know, people that's around us that are so unhappy. Yep. So I feel for me, if I was in it, it's been so many years and I'm not satisfied, I'm not happy, it's not giving what it's supposed to give, I would have to remove myself because I understand that my mental yeah. state needs to be at a certain level at a certain point in order for me to function yep properly because when my mental is off everything is off when i'm not okay. happy everything is off you know and my happiness is my sanity so if it causes for me to have to leave yeah someone a situation a relationship whatever it is i have to do that for me yep so i've learned for me i chose me Period. And I had to start learning it. And it took me a long time to get to that point because I used to choose everybody else. As long as my dude was happy, yeah. I could have been so unhappy, but my dude was happy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just ride his coattail and be on his happiness. But the whole time I was in a situation where I wasn't happy. Miserable. And yeah, definitely miserable. And it was like every day it was something. 
-hmm. And it was so toxic. And I just started to learn to deal with toxic in my relationship based on Ooh. somebody else's happiness. So, you no. Know, right here. Yeah, girl. I, <laughs> I had to learn that, you know, for me, I have to remove myself because I choose me now. Yep. So, but again, I'm so saddened that you are in it for this many years and really feel the way you feel. Because I'm like, gosh, out of all these years, I want to be in a relationship, a marriage where years have gone by and we've grown. Yep. I don't hear that anymore. I want to be in a marriage okay. where years have surpassed okay. us and we're still happy. We're still dating each other after 15 years. Yep. That's what I want to be. Yep. And I just feel like if we can't reciprocate that energy towards each other, then I just don't, I don't want it. I agree, sis. Like, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. Like, I feel like it's so many people that are in marriages and they're unhappy, but they stay because they put in so much time. They put in so much effort. They got kids. They done built up this life together, but internally they're like dying inside. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it gets to that point, we're going to have to do some counseling. Or maybe it's just best that we let it go. Because the kids, I'm sure they feel that energy. Kids are not dumb. Like, mm-hmm. they might not be able to articulate not it. Wrong. They can feel that energy, that something ain't right. Something yeah. is off. And I'm sure that the kids will want their parents to be happy versus just trying to force a relationship just to keep that, that two-parent household structure together. You know? Mm-hmm. So maybe... Yeah. But it's hard, too, because, I mean, it's easier said than done. I'm not telling you to leave your husband because it may be a situation. Maybe y'all can stay together long enough for the kids to grow and then you can leave. I don't know. I mean, people do far-fetched, but I heard somebody give a person in marriage counseling the advice that maybe you should try open marriage. I'm not saying you should, (laughs) but some people do it (laughs) as a means to get by until they figure out, like, well, maybe... I need to do this momentarily and then maybe we can come back together. I don't know. I'm not advocating that. I'm just trying to come up with coming up with a solution. I don't, I wouldn't do that, but because some people do it. Some people are swingers. Some people be, that's their life. Yeah. But um, I would definitely just do some soul searching, do some reflecting on yourself because even if you decide to leave, it ain't going to be a good feeling. Divorce is never, I tell, I tell people that all the time. Divorce is not something you want to go through. Divorce is something that is not a good feeling. It's not. So I say, you know, just think about your happiness. Think about you and what will make you feel fulfilled in life. And if it's not that person, have that conversation to be like, look, I love you to life, but I just don't think we fit to be married no more. And that's okay. That's yeah, okay maybe, too. Yeah. Like maybe we met to be honest, be yeah. honest and let them know like, look, I'm not happy like I used to be. Yeah. And like you said, giving it some time to say, hey, we could try counseling if that doesn't work. Now, I'm personally not going to do no swinging because if any, only thing I'm swinging in is throwing these balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> swing with who? So, but for me, I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't do yeah, it. like I can't swing nothing and all that. Because I feel like that goes in the wrong direction too, you yeah. know. But I, I really feel, you know, I feel for you and I hope that you make the decision and choose you because when those kids get old enough and they get grown they're going to leave you and that man and it's still going to be y'all too so i i pray that 
we said something that maybe can give you a little bit of advice, a little tidbit, because this is what we would do personally for us. So I hope that something was said to take part and manifest for you to start doing things that's better for yourself, to yeah. better yourself, to find your happiness within yourself and then in your marriage, you know? So I hope that helps. Yeah. yeah. Try counseling and, and actually go through with counseling. Don't just do two sessions, three sessions, like actually go through Completed. the whole counseling thing. I hate when people do that. You complain about it, but you don't go to counseling. Like there are so many resources out here that can help you that you might not even realize is the option because you're not going through with it. So go to counseling, talk to a trained professional because they might be able to help you navigate. Even if y'all decide to split amicably, therapists can help you navigate that too. You know, so try, I would, I strongly advise everybody, especially when you marry in marriage, trying to get married, Go to couples counseling because and it helps. That, everything that they teach you, you can also take it and apply it to Beyond, that marriage yep. or long term somewhere else, you know. So yeah, definitely. Look definitely. into going to counseling. I mean, it's it's worth it. You've already put in this much time. You sacrificed your body by having kids. You created a life with this person. I think it's worth getting some wise counsel before you just act. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? One of my favorite quotes is Seek wise counsel before you act. Like, don't just make a, a rash decision off how you feel. Halt, take some time for a second and speak to someone who has trained knowledge on how to peacefully do what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because you never know. They can give you homework to try when you start dating each other again and you start getting that flame back ignited because it's, it's something there. You married the person, so it's something there. Exactly. It's a matter of you putting in that footwork because nine times out of ten, it ain't just one party. It's both parties involved that's causing the demise of the relationship. Yeah, definitely. With some accountability you have to have too on your part because it ain't just one person. You know, even if even if it was you tolerating certain behavior, that's still not a good thing either. Mm -mm. You you just as much as much as the problem too because you're allowing the situation to go. The way that it is yeah so that's what i would just advise and i mean who i mean to judge i'm not a therapist but i think you should try therapy and just consider your happiness first mm -hmm. yep so. we gave what was supposed to be given we did Thank what we had you. To. <laughs> <laughs> well that almost wraps up our episode oh definitely we just gotta yeah. talk about how we protected our peace this week and then we out of here yeah 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 so uh, i guess i can go first real quick because yeah, i always, I always ask you peace. i can go first <laughs> so the way i protected my peace this week i downloaded this app called um oh let me pull it up let me pull it up let me pull it up i am it's called i am and it's an app that basically gives you positive affirmations throughout the day so you'll start it at like you can set it at your start time like my start time is 7 a.m through 11 p.m it just gives me random positive affirmations it'll come up on my phone like a notification like one of them just came up it said i am focusing on positive thoughts and looking forward to positive results 
So I just feel like it's just a little cute little tool, a little method to, to use to just constantly instill positivity in my mind and in my subconscious because that inner saboteur can be real. Those bad thoughts that tell you you can't do this and you're trying to do too much and da 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 da. You got to kill that negative self-talk for positivity. So I've been downloading this app and I like it. It does cost. However, if you don't sign up for the trial, they'll still give you like, they'll still give you the affirmations and stuff. So I would say try that app if you want to just find a way to instill some positivity in your day. Just send you random good thoughts and random good things about yourself. And it's like literal I statements. Like it's always starting with I am or I'm doing this and I will become, it's always a positive thing. So that's one way I protected my peace this week. I downloaded the app. Mm, that's what's up. That's a good thing. And I think, you know, especially with social media, shoot, it's yeah. always something going on. So that's, that's really a good thing, you know, because we always have our phones in our hands and, you yep. know, or somewhere around. So if you look at it, you're like, oh, shoot. So to always, I'm, I'm going to download that too, to go on in and see at random times. You never know when it pops up what you need, you know. Yep. So that's pretty. That's pretty good for, you know, protecting your peace. Yeah. Um, for me. Oh, and I did. Oh. I did start reading my books again. I started reading. It's funny because my mom gave me this book years ago, and it says people can't drive you crazy if you don't give them the keys. Oh, well, I need that. So I'm gonna go ahead and crack this open and finish this book. Yeah, I definitely. I did pull out some books. Yeah. Um. To start, I I gotta start reading again. You know, cause mine is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. Um. I feel like for me, mm -hmm. learning to protect my peace. Um. My aunt had to, uh, unfortunately, yeah, be taken off of life support, and um, you know, being there, watching her transition. Ooh. Uh, for me to protect my peace, I had to learn how to just find a uh what's a good word to call it i had to learn how to find um peace yeah because it, it was really hard and watching something like that where you feel like you can't have any control yeah. i'm always used to having something where i could be in control of or helping fix or or you know preparing it or, or fixing it and I wasn't able to do that in this particular situation so yeah. I had to learn how to really really you know how somebody say oh I'm at peace right I've said that so many times but I really had to learn how to really be at peace yeah. and really find my peace of mind peace just in my heart peace in my home peace yeah. with my family because sometimes when things happen like that so um abruptly and you weren't prepared for something like that to happen you yeah. have to learn to find peace because it can get a little crazy yeah so trying to protect my peace really finding my peace yeah. in the midst of a storm so that's what i did I had to learn how to find a, a comfort you know within for myself because everybody's grieving so I'm so used to going to my mom or you or, you know, and it was like, even though we have each other to lean on, but normally if I'm in a crisis and I call you, you got something to say, you know what I'm saying? It, it was just like, I had to really learn my inner peace because yeah. I'm so used to calling my mother, mom, guess what? But it was like, this is my mother's sister. Nothing we could do. Nothing. It was like nobody, I, I just, in a sense, and I don't want to say I felt quote unquote alone because it wasn't alone. I was grieving with everybody, but at the same time, right. 
it almost drove me a little insane because this was I wasn't used to this. I'm always used to my own situation. I'm like, sis, yes, girl, did you know? And you can maybe calm me down or something, but you right. were in the same crisis I was in. You know what I'm saying? My mother, I couldn't even call my mom because she was literally in the same crisis that I was. So I literally had to find my own peace. Yep. And that was like crazy for me because I've never been in nothing like that yeah. before. Yeah. You know, whereas it was like, I really got to find my peace. Yeah. Peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was, it was really different. It was very, very different this time because I had to kind of figure it out on my own, even though I know I can call y'all, right. but I don't want y'all crying because you might be at a happy moment and I'm crying or you might be crying and I'm happy. So yeah. it was like, how do I maneuver? You know, what do I do? What do I say when y'all call me? Cause I got to find my peace. So when they call me, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just that right there. I just never been through like, like that before. So I'm in my peace. I agree. Since that, that right there, that spoke volumes to me. Cause that is exactly how I was feeling too. It's like you, I felt so bad. Cause I was being so mean to my guy. But it's like your heart is just it's broken, torn, and because it's like you're literally watching. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a lot. It was just a lot, you know. So I agree. It definitely one thing we can say. It definitely helped us like learn how to stand and be find an inner peace of some sort because we didn't have no other choice we we couldn't no, afford to lose our mind and go you know go crazy because we had to support each other yeah exactly so it was just it was a lot it was and it a was lot. different like i said i used to call like oh my god sis did you know that and you like girl calm down what happened what you know it wasn't even no it wasn't no sis because sis no. was in the same boat as me it was like what everybody Everybody you turn and look to was in the same boat as you. Yeah. And emotions ran so high, whether it was the same or different, we all were like in the same boat, trying to row it, you know, and you going to the left, I'm rowing to the right, you going forward, I'm going backwards. So it was just like a whirlwind. Right. Just learning my piece. (laughs) Yeah, it was was tough. It was definitely tough. And shout out to our family, man, because they- yeah. They definitely, they did their thing, man. Yeah. Shout out to our family because they really, not yet. They really tried to, <laughs> they really tried to like be there for one another as, mess, as best as we could. Cause that was, a t- man, that was a tough, that was tough. Yeah, it was. It was tough. It definitely was. Yeah. Was so again, shout out to our Eskimo Kiss, our Sharnette. Yeah, definitely, Internet girl. You butterfly girl. You the butterfly. Love you. And you live on, and you know, watch over your children and your family and everything. So, definitely, yeah. You know, rest in peace, rest in heaven. Yep. We love you, girl. We love you. We do. Yeah. It's funny. She went out with a bang. That's for sure. It was a lot of people. A lot of other celebrities passed away. So, we yeah. got another one up there in the sky. That's up there and happy because dancing she and happy dancing girl and happy doing her thing doing her thing mm-hmm. so. all right i guess we can wrap it up sis yes we, we can wrap this thing up 
this was tough because we actually pulled this off a day after we found out what happened. So yeah, this is this is one this is one for the history books for sure. It is definitely yeah. Well, all right, guys, we gonna get up out of here. We've been on this on this podcast for a little while. Yes. And, um, we and we appreciate all the viewers, all the love, yeah. people that ask us. We're gonna try to make sure that we do better this year, twenty twenty two. Keep these yes. segments up and coming. So please follow at uh, We Are Protecting Our Peace on yes. Instagram. Definitely. Um, you can follow my Fuck Heart Failure page. That's uh, P-H-U-C-K-H-E-A-R-T uh, Failure. Follow yes. that page. You can follow at Christina underscore Alexis. Yes, please. I'm going to a whole bunch of stuff on there. Like a whole bunch yes. of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. definitely go follow those pages and check us out. Yeah. Um, and if you have any questions or critiques or anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Hit us up. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And make sure this week y'all protect y'all. Peace. <laughs> Hurry it. Hurry it, poo. Like I say, material girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I love what she means. I love what she say rap songs. I'll just be like, yes, come on. <laughs> right y'all we out of here we out peace <laughs> let me see let me